Hey everybody, I'm Garrett. I'm Josh. And this is the OK Connection podcast. Happy, happy times. I don't know why I always act weird on the podcast intro. I guess yeah, because I don't is know what that? to say. I'm more comfortable with the like the the radio show I've done for so long. I know what I'm going to say. Mm. Still kind of getting the feel for how to start these things. Yeah, I see. Well, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, but we once a, again. We got a fun show today because we, we got an interview this time. We do. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, Casey Steffen is who we're going to talk to. Yep. And uh, we had a lot of fun. She uh, sang a song for us also. I'm excited to So we're going to have some, that. some music in addition to the uh, the interview, and we'll uh, we'll get... More into that here in a minute, mm-hmm. but we've got some other stuff that we want to talk about first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get some some of the ho- uh, house clean housekeeping. I think that's what they call it. Some housekeeping out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, ahead of, ahead of that interview. So it's a fun week. <laughs> it's a fun week in Tulsa. Yeah. All, I mean, we got Thanksgiving coming up. Right. Depending on when you're listening to this. Oh, Thanksgiving. Um, just a couple days away. If you're listening when this first comes out. Uh, or, I don't know, maybe you're listening after. You've already had it. Either way, we're in Thanksgiving mode over here. Realistically, if it's the week of Thanksgiving and you're listening to this during like the week and a week and a half or whatever, mm-hmm. you're probably still eating all leftovers. Oh, yeah. Which I is know the best mine part always lasts forever. Yeah. Yeah, the best, thing, the best thing is when you get to make leftover sandwiches. Ooh. You just throw everything onto a sandwich. Oh, yeah. Toast oh, that yeah. sucker. Mm-hmm. Oh, just thinking about it now, can I just? I I almost want to just skip to the leftover. Just part. jump to Thursday because the with. the main meal is always like, I mean, I not really in my house, but you think of it as the more proper meal. Sure, it's not really proper. We don't break nah. out the fine china or anything, but it's everything's in its place. Whereas leftovers is a free for all. You might not even take it out of the Tupperware. You just microwave it in there. Sometimes I don't even microwave it. I just yeah, you eat just it straight eat that cold. out the Tupperware. Eat it cold. I'm yep. so excited for Thanksgiving. I'm a monster. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, but then, once once Thanksgiving is over, we kick off in a full-on holiday Christmas mode. It's already, it's, it's, it has it, begun, it's basically. bubbling over right now. Yeah. You see, I've, you see some Christmas lights around town. Uh, the store's obviously already got it all out, and you hear the Christmas music, so it's bubbling. But once Friday hits, mm, we're in it to win it. Yeah. We've and, got some uh, events to talk about. We've got some events, but uh, leading into the Christmas thing, I want to just make everybody aware that you and I host another show on the radio called The Way Back Flashback. Ooh, boy. Where we play big hits and guilty pleasures of days gone by. That's absolutely and true. And every year we do a Christmas show. Yes. And it's going to have some great music, uh, great Christmas music from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, 70s, whatever. Yeah, and, and now I fun. can't, we can't really promise this because we don't know what kind of programming they'll have doing now. But if 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 it goes according to plan, the Christmas show will air on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, that's Sunday. right, yeah. So unless something weird's going on, we'll have it on Christmas Eve. Last year it was on Christmas, uh, I think, wasn't it? I think. Wasn't Sunday Christmas? Something like that, yeah. I don't know. Either way, Christmas show, way back flashback, Christmas Eve this year. My favorite show of the year. I oh, think yeah. your favorite show of the year. Yep. It's going to be all those classic jams, that NSYNC Christmas album mm-hmm. is a classic, Hanson Snowed In. And their new one? We might even dip into their new one a little we'll bit see. for a little flash forward Doesn't necessarily action. meet their standards, but we'll see. No, but you know what? We don't meet our own standards. <laughs> That's true. We usually so oh, Christmas in Hollis always makes an appearance. Oh, yeah. It's a fun one. So we're very excited about that. And we'll continue to promote that as well. Yeah, be checking out RSU Radio and hopefully... We get a promo together, and you can hear that sometime. Yeah. So that's exciting. 
Let's talk about some current events. Yes. First of all, before we get into the events coming up, let's talk about the fact that Magic City Books is finally open in downtown yeah. Tulsa. We've been waiting for this for months now. In the Archer Building, along with a bunch of other things, the goods uh, made, the guitar shop, uh, those are the main ones that are open right now, along with the Magic City. Ever since I found out about Magic City Books, I've been so ecstatic to have a independent bookstore in Tulsa that sells new books. We don't have one of those. Mm-mm. I don't think. Not downtown. Every everything I mean I've the seen library. Is, everything I've seen is called this Tulsa's only independent new bookstore. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with that. Very exciting. We got to go in there today for their grand opening day. It was super fun. A lot of people in there. A lot of happy, excited people. Uh, Mayor Bynum did ribbon cutting this morning, gave a nice speech. We got to go in a couple hours after it opened and they had so many good stuff. They have a, a whole local interest section that I was really interested yeah, in. Yeah, that was really cool. There was a lot of books that I was unaware of that uh, now I want to read exactly. and get some maybe interview guests. So a lot of, uh, whenever I go into one of the, with like a Barnes & Noble or something, their local section is usually just books about Oklahoma. Yeah. But what I liked about Magic City Books is that not only did it have books about Oklahoma, but it had books by Oklahoma authors mm-hmm. that normally you don't see pointed out in some of the chain stores. I certainly hadn't seen them. I saw books from people who live here in Tulsa. There's all kinds of cool stuff, and I need to pick up some more now that I know where to get them. They got staff recommendations, and their right. staff is crazy knowledgeable. When yeah. I was in line to buy the uh, my book, lady behind me had, had, I don't know, she had some book, and, and one of the people walking around helping... Asked her if she found everything all right, and she was like, yeah, I found this. And she looked at it, and the, the employee immediately just started going on about this book and how much she knows about it and what the author had said about it at one point. Just this random book. That's crazy. So they're very knowledgeable, and I found they were very helpful and nice, and I'm sure that this is going to be an excellent addition to downtown. Yeah, I'm very excited about it within walking distance of where I work. Yes. Go read. They've got they sell like coffee, coffee drinks, wine, yep. beer. They have Two nice little spaces to sit um, and enjoy. From what I saw on their website, they encourage that. They it said that. Let me let me find it so I get it right. Um, we want Magic City Books to be your third place, the place besides home and work where you feel most comfortable. Come visit us and enjoy a cup of coffee, glass of wine from our cafe, attend a literary program or author event, and get to know our staff. So they want you to go hang out here, and I love that. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah. And I certainly will. Yes, 100%. So that's Magic City Books. Do we have anything else to say about it? Um, other than I really want to talk to it. the people there. Yeah, well, well. I want to talk to them real bad. Uh, Jeff Martin, we'll get in touch with him. I hope so. Make it happen, Kevin. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about, uh, I don't really know a ton about it, but this past weekend was the 12th annual Route 66 Marathon. Oh, sure. And yeah. more than 10,000 runners came into this. The people said that it wasn't their biggest year, but I think they said it was their second largest year wow. in the, the 12 years that they've been doing it. And they said one thing that they have done is that, that people are running on both days, Saturday and Sunday. Wow. And uh, so he said... That's crazy. Yeah, they said they got 900 people that are doing the 5K and either the half or the full marathon on Sunday. I don't I don't know how those, uh, how like serious runners do it. no. Because I've worked, I've worked myself up to a 5K 
and I just can't do any more than that. Yeah, I've and done even a, that's h- h- tough for me to get to. <laughs> yeah, I've done a couple five Ks, and that's fun. But no, I could not do a full marathon. But goodness no. But to these I mean, people, bravo to those people. Yeah, absolutely. Congrats. And, Especially uh, to do a five K and then the next day do a marathon. That's a, that's probably like they probably think that's easy. Yeah, to do five K as like a practice. But I I do a five K and I'm done for the week. <laughs> I'm out. See ya. But yeah, so good for them. Yeah, so uh, that's always a fun thing that uh, the people get down about for and. And uh, hopefully it will just continue to grow. It brings in a lot of people, and it shows uh, it off our little downtown. Because it goes through downtown, and I learned it goes through Brookside area. I, <laughs> yeah, that was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I was d- was unaware. I couldn't get to the grocery store because it was blocked off, but uh, good for them. There's other grocery stores. There are. Uh, so what else do we got? Do we got anything else that uh, is on the agenda? Or we want to dive into. Yeah, the so there's some other stuff coming up this week we that we wanted that I wanted to mention, and most of these go on for a while, so. Even if you missed the beginning because you're listening to this late or something, it's you shouldn't miss it at all. So holidays always bring out all kinds of fun stuff in, around town to go check out. The first one we're going to talk a little bit about is Philbrook's Festival. They always do a nice holiday festival. They got all the lights out right now. They've got Philbrook all decked out for Christmas. Trees, lights, decorations everywhere. So they do festival nights. On uh, on weekend nights, so you can go out there at night when the sun goes down and actually see it in all its glory. They're going to do that this Friday and Saturday, even with it being a holiday weekend, think, uh, Black Friday or whatever. And then every Friday in December and Christmas Eve, which is, like we said earlier, a Sunday. And that, that takes place from 6 to 9 at Philbrook. Ah, nice. Yep, here in Midtown. So that's a fun one. We also have the classic uh, Rama lights. Everyone loves Rama's Christmas light yeah, decorations. Yeah, absolutely. Those are gonna they're gonna flip the switch on that Christmas Eve. Or no, that's crazy. I meant Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving itself. Uh, so it says Thanksgiving Eve. The twenty four second. Second, yeah. Flip the switch, six p.m. November twenty second. Okay. And then it looks like they run from five thirty to eleven thirty. November 23rd through January 1st. Nice. And that's out in Broken Arrow. I don't think I went last year, but I went. A, I know I went a couple years ago. I mean, they're just, they're classic. Yeah. They, they uh, I don't feel like they've changed much. No, but there are so many. Uh, what they have done over the years is they've switched to LED bulbs, and so yeah. everything is so bright and yeah, vivid. And I'm LED colorblind, and they so still get brighter. me. Yeah. Uh, it says, their website says that they started in 1962 with or 1982 sorry my brain's all messed up i guess in 1982 with 60,000 lights wow that sounds like I a mean, lot that's doesn't a highway it? to start and doesn't it's just it? only grown and today they have more, more than 2 million lights i didn't know it was that much 2 million lights adorn the campus and they said they, they typically draw more than 200,000 visitors that's bananas that is bananas and it's free and they have a big campus so you can there's a drive through you can you can drive through it or you can get out and walk around and they have hot cocoa and stuff like that to keep you warm during the cold nights. In the past, they've had like a horse-drawn carriage. I don't yeah, know if they do they that all the time. They or still not. do. Yeah, they've got horse horse-drawn carriages that run. Looks like they're running on weekends. I'm trying to see if I miss anything. Over, it's it's located at 71st and Aspen in Broken Arrow. There are concessions being sold: hot chocolate, kettle corn, funnel cakes, 
and they will be on. The lights will be on. Rain, snow, ice, or sunny. The lights will be on. Ain't no reason to miss it. You know, it would be crazy. If so, we had all three of those in a day because Oklahoma. No, well, oh. it's it's. I just find it funny that they list sunny as a reason because, like, you you can be like, oh man, it really rained today and I didn't expect it. But there's not going to be a night where it's like, <laughs> oh, the sun is still here. Yeah, it didn't go away. That's true. That will always happen. Yeah, unless something real weird's going on. So that's that's Rama. That starts uh, Wednesday night, Thanksgiving Eve, and then runs through January first. The last big holiday event I wanted to talk about before we get into the interview is the Arvest Winterfest in downtown Tulsa outside the BOK Center. Ooh. It's the 10-year anniversary of that. Can you believe it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've Such just... Such enthusiasm. Uh, well, I... Uh, yep. Yep. 10-year <laughs> anniversary of this, just like we're coming up on the 10-year anniversary of the BOK Center. They're celebrating with their 10 for 10 series, and Winterfest is no exception with their 10-year anniversary. Yeah. They're going to open on November 24th, the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, whatever you want to call it. Right, right, right. And they'll run through January 7th. And I always love Winterfest because it's just so festive, which I guess fits the sure. name. They got the Christmas tree, that gigantic Christmas tree. They got the lights on around the BOK Center. They got the giant ice skating rink, which, did you know, is even bigger than the Rockefeller Center ice skating rink in New York City. What? Get the heck out of town. Nah, it's one of the biggest ice skating rinks in the in the nation. Well, hopefully it doesn't melt. No, I hope year. not. I hope not at all. So that's going to happen starting November 24th. Now, to tie into that, on November 26th, which is next Sunday from where I'm at in this world. I don't <laughs> know where people listen to this. Podcasts are so weird. Yeah. Because they're not live. No. Uh, the the whole the city's doing their ready set glow thing, which is when the I think the BOK Center and Guthrie Green yep. and some other places around downtown all turn on their Christmas lights at the same time. That starts at five p.m. on Sunday. Ready set glow. Yeah, I had uh, that. I was going to bring that up on yeah from three to seven at Guthrie Green is the glow on the green. They're going to have. Uh, Holiday music uh, performances, a winter market with local vendors and crafts and things like that, and then uh, Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus are going to be there, so they're what? coming in early. Yeah, Santa. I know. I know him. And uh, that's uh, the twenty sixth from three to seven. I got three green for that one. Yeah, boy. Bynum's going to be there. I think he's going to. Is he Santa? I'll, I'll never tell. I mean, GT Claus. He could be. Santa Bynum? You never, I have never seen, as of this moment, I have never seen Santa and GT at the same place at the same time. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, we might, we might be able to break the door down on an exclusive here. Investigation. Oh my gosh. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Red's not really his color. He's a green guy. He likes the green. Does he? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Colors are hard for me. Ah, that's right. I forgot you can't see green. No. That's one that doesn't exist. (laughs) All right. Christmas is torture just because I can't tell if it's red or green. Yeah. that. Oh, that must suck. That's yeah. true. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Santa wears red, right? Yeah. Okay. As long red as you white. know that. Yeah. So that's starting this Friday, the Winterfest. To recap, then there's also the Festival of Lights at Philbrook going on all throughout the season. And the Rama lights also turn on this week, and you can Google all those and find out more information if you want to. You can also check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash OK Connection. We posted some pictures from 
the opening of Magic City Books today that we talked about earlier, so that's always fun. Got some love on that. We like to see your likes there, so go check out our page and like it. Subscribe to us on iTunes. That's the the best place to find us, and SoundCloud. And I think with that, we're just going to go ahead and jump into this interview and hear some tunes. Yeah, we got uh, Casey Steffen. She has only been in uh, Oklahoma for a little while, but she's definitely made a mark. She's won some awards already. Uh, she was a co-founder of the first annual Miss Fest, which was a fir- which was Tulsa's first yeah. female-centric music festival. Yeah, uh, they learned some stuff from there. We talk about that. Uh, she just went to Los Angeles. Uh, she was nominated for the Best Pop Genre Award in uh, Hollywood Music and Media Awards. Cool. So she was there. She didn't win. Uh, we at the time of the recording. The award ceremony hadn't happened, so we we didn't know at the time whether or not she won. Right. Uh, the she did not win, but she got to go. Hey, yeah, congrats and to her on the nomination. Yeah, absolutely. Still and, a big deal. And represent Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, Brand Jamie also went with her. Cool. So uh, a, lot, a lot of good Oklahoma representation. And I want to thank her for her time. And then Amira, who uh, is the voice behind the voice. We reference the that. The voice behind the voice. Yeah, if you, in the interview you talk about oh. that. There's a. I'm going to end it with this. Behind every great musician, there's somebody feeding them the answers, is <laughs> uh, is what we said. Okay. And so Amira is uh, feeding Casey. Not all of the answers, but every now and then, uh, a mysterious voice will come off of the mic, and uh, that's me. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. It's always fun. Nice to get to know them, and we got a live recording and some other songs that you're going to hear from from them. So let's jump into it. Hey everybody, welcome to the OK Connection. I am Garrett and we are here with Casey Steffen. Casey? Hey! Thanks for joining us here in uh, Claremore. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So glad to be here. It's always interesting to, to have people. I hate having people come up here just because it feels like it's so <laughs> far away. And then there's train. If you didn't get stopped by a train on the way up here, there's a yeah. good chance you will on the way out. So just be prepared okay. for that. We'll be prepared for that. Yeah, we didn't get stopped. It wasn't too bad of it. We're we're fine. We're we we're fine driving up here. Yeah, it was all good. Okay, good. No worries. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive too deep into uh, this. So um, originally from Minnesota, uh, moved to Tulsa about three years ago. Loving it. Loving the people. Um, just moved for a change of life, um, singer-songwriter, got started up again here in Tulsa, and it's just been a wonderful community to be a part of. So Nice. I, I read that on your website that yes. you started writing at about 16. Is that when you started getting involved in music? Yeah, so that, that's a funny story. I had a family friend who basically said you should write your own songs, and I was like, yeah, right, I can't do that. <laughs> You're a joke. Have you ever done like music before that, or was this just like a random, hey, I mean, you I should sing write in your church. own songs? I sing okay, in church. Okay. So he was somebody that went to the church I went to and knew I could sing. And he was like, you should write your own songs. And I said, no, but I'll prove you wrong and I'll try. And then I tried and I actually liked the song I wrote. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, dang I just, it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it was, it was a dang it moment. Yeah. It's basically been kind of my whole story. Yeah. Yeah. So you moved here three years ago. Yes. And were you doing music stuff in Minnesota at the time, or did I you was. take a, you took a break at some point? In time? I did. I I did it for a little bit. I actually got to play the Mall of America twice, which was super cool. Played a couple local bars, played a festival, um, but nothing really kind of gelled or took off. And I kind of took a break. I was getting a little down, which can happen. Sure. As musicians, sometimes it's creative people, right? Um, or just actually anybody in general, but, um, and then came here to Tulsa, wasn't planning on doing music as far as I was concerned. My 
my idea of Tulsa was more South Tulsa and Broken Arrow, so I didn't really know much about the music scene mm-hmm. here. Um, came here, um, met my now manager friend slash percussionist, and it was, she was kind of like, actually, there is a music scene, and you should get involved. So that's kind of how that happened. What Do you remember, like, your first kind of walking into, what were you introduced to first about the Tulsa music scene, some of the shows that you saw or the bands that you saw? My Actually, my very first one was back before I moved, but again, like, I, it was just one-off. It was Fiona Forte. Oh, sure. Yeah, way back, I think it was in 09. And, I mean, every time you see Fiona perform, you're like, well, that was awesome. Right. So that was it but I like just one person you know it wasn't like this whole scene where there's all these players that you know have different types of bands and move in and out and and then they have their own projects and you know the more you get to know the Tulsa music scene you see how intertwined it is and how you know supportive it is and how extensive it really is and I didn't have any idea but one of the first ones gosh what was one of the first ones I can't really remember Oh, yeah, I did. I did go to open. Sorry, Mira's over here answering my <laughs> questions without a mic. Um, I did go Behind to Behind every good musician is someone feeding them the answers. Yes, basically, you guys, basically <laughs> that is the truth. Um, yes, I did go to Gypsy Coffee House. That was one of my first open mics that I went to here and Colony. Um, and totally different open mics. Yeah. Totally different flavors. Absolutely. And I love that. One, so. of the, one of the things that I've always enjoyed about the Tulsa music scene is no matter what genre you're a part of, it always seems to be very encompassing and welcoming. Yes. And and I feel yes, like that's a, a good totally. thing for somebody who's, who's out of town coming in to try to, right. to, to build something up. Right. Yeah, I would agree. I love all the different genres that are here. Um, you know, you have a really actually great, fantastic hip-hop rap scene, you know, which I was like, wait, what? <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> and then you have, you know, bands like Count Tutu, which is just the, just a whole different flavor. It's like a gumbo pot flavoring, you know, and Brangey and... Um, and then you get really Chilavon and Lauren Barth, and so it's just it's I, I just love that the all-encompassing genres that happen in Tulsa, and it, it bleeds. O- and then even in Oklahoma City too, there's mm-hmm. there's that. It's I don't think I I don't think you can put the Tulsa sound into one genre anymore. I don't think that's an accurate depiction of it. Yeah. Well, since you've been here, you've really made a mark. I feel like oh, um, you co-founded. Missfest, yes. which is the very—I guess you would be the first female-centric music festival here in Tulsa. Yes. What yeah. was the driving force behind it? I love the idea, uh, but what yeah. was the driving force and the the process was, behind all of that? It actually started off really selfish. Um, <laughs> it was it was a really selfish reasoning. Um, again, going to seeing all the musicians in Tulsa and all the female musicians and the female-led acts in Tulsa was like guys this is really this is really cool and I'm like I want to I want to play on a bill with these these people like I want to open for these people you know (laughs) and so I was like well maybe we can put together this like evening showcase and then it turned into a festival because we got connected with River Parks and it was like oh this is turning bigger and now it's turned into you know we're already planning 2018 and looking at what that looks like and growing and expanding and um it's something bigger than than just playing on a bell with some fantastic musicians. That is a really good bonus of it, but right. it's turned into something much cooler. So, Is that the first time you tried anything like that, to, to organize and find sponsors and, and all of the stuff Pretty that's much. involved in, in throwing a festival? Pretty much. And for the record, I did not find all of those sponsors. <laughs> that, was, that was more, again, the voice in the background <laughs> that you can't hear that was more Amira. 
And we also had a fantastic production company called Square One Productions come on and, and really help us um, find backers. And I mean, they're, they helped put on Broadway plays in New York. So yeah. we were like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. You want to help? We're great. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So what did you learn from that to make it easier for 2018? I don't here on campus. We threw a couple of concerts yeah. for fundraisers and it was just so much work. And I was exhausted it by the time we were done. But then we were like, by the time we were done, we're like, okay, we have to start now yeah. to be better oh, prepared. Totally. We took like three months off. There was three months where nobody on the MissFest committee commented about MissFest. We have a group chat and we were like, all right, three months, silence, nothing, nobody, we're good. And now we're back up again. And um, it, I think it may, matters who's on your team. We have a fantastic committee, mostly women except for the one male. There's one male that he's works at River Parks, Ryan Howell, and, and he's also super supportive and fantastic but we have a great team um we have you know just people that are willing to just get down and you know we were picking up trash the morning of like with rubber gloves and 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 trash bags you know it wasn't glamorous but people just willing to do what needs to get do it to need to get done and and also musicians who were totally in it bought into it loved it supported it and it was yeah it, it was i think it's just the people it's the people really it's what it comes down to do you plan to have it in the same venue, in the kind of the same format, or are you changing things around, or have you really got that far yet? Um, same venue. Same venue. Sure. Yes. Yeah, same venue. We're just we're just talking through ideas about what we want to do to make, you know, 2018 even better and make you even more want to buy a ticket sooner, whatever. You know, yeah. we're just yeah, we have we have. We have a lot of really cool ideas. I'm really excited for 2018. I'm really, like, I want to tell things, but I can't. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be the music so. journalist if I didn't ask the question. So. <laughs> I, right, exactly. That's so, true. So I have to ask. Yeah. Uh, after Miss Fest, you also got to play South by Southwest at the Tulsa Showcase. Yes. How was that? That was amazing and awesome. Like, it was just, it was um, about two to 300 people in that venue that we had. And, and it was, like, it was just... It was just incredible to have them actually listen sometimes. You know, you just get in a venue that listens and is excited. And they, were, um, and it was, yeah, like we had mentioned before, we were talking before, that was our second time the full six-piece band had played. It was only the second time. So yeah. there's always that nerves a little bit like, here we go. Who knows what they're going to think? <laughs> and, and it was a really good reception. And then it was just cool to get to share the stage with other Tulsa musicians. It was Wink Bertram and then Jacob Tovar joined him and then Broncho and then Hanson. Mm-hmm. But also early in the day, I mean, you had a great lineup with Lauren Barth, Mike Dean, the Stone Trio, Brand J, Travis Linville. So it was just, I think there's one I'm missing. I'm sorry to whomever I missed on that list. Um, but it was, it was just so cool to see this group of Tulsans here in Austin promoting Tulsa and then also just all the other businesses that were you know sponsoring it and how they were trying to get word out and how it's grown I think that was the third year that they've done it Abby and Tulsa FMAC and purposely branding Tulsa music it's just it's very cool to see how there's so many people encouraging the Tulsa brand Tulsa music Tulsa arts Tulsa film and getting it out there and letting people know there is a really great scene here and there is there is a fantastic scene so it's just cool to see all that working together well and this is the that was the second year that they had gone down there for south by southwest they had the tulsa boom factory okay. the year before okay and then the the showcase was the first time that they right had done the evening that. showcase was the first time yes so to see it grow just after one year i feel like is a right. really positive feeling especially for the tulsa scene because yes. I, I you know I, i've lived here my whole life and i feel like 
Tulsa scene is is really well known here, but people outside still maybe think of Hanson, and there's nothing wrong with that, but people have this false idea of what Hanson is. Right. And so to have you guys there and, and Mike D and, and then modern Hanson, I guess, right. it was I feel like would be something really eye-opening to a lot of people at South by Southwest right. that may have this completely right. stereotypical scene yes. of Tulsa. No, you, yeah, you can't do that for Tulsa. There was a lot of people, I think, that had a, they enjoyed the show and... You know, obviously Hanson was the huge draw. They came for Hanson, and they got to see more of what Tulsa can do. So that was really cool. Do you want to go back? Do you have, is that on your your goal for 2018? Um, it is, but I don't I don't know if we'll do 2018. Maybe 2019. We'll shoot for that. I mean, I I'd love to start playing some other festivals too as well. But I mean, always. I mean, if anybody invites you to play South by Southwest, I don't think you ever say no to that, do you? I I wouldn't. I mean, no. I have no musical talent, so I mean, <laughs> I might consider it. But like, I'd be like, you want me to? Okay, all yeah. right. If you want me to go, I can re- break out the old elementary recorder and see what I can remember. Right. But beyond that, I mean, no. I got hot crust buns, y'all. I got it down. <laughs> I'm ready. Exactly. Put me on the stage. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just I I've never say no to playing South by Southwest or any festival. Is how I view it. But we'll see. You never know, right? Sure. Yeah. Anything can happen. Uh, let's fast forward a little bit to, to now. Yes. You're just nominated for a Hollywood Music and Media Award. Tell us what that is and, and all of that. Um, I'm actually still discovering what that is myself, personally. Okay. No, but, uh, <laughs> but in all serious, it's a it's an award show that honors um, music supervisors, music composers of film, TV, video games, um, also like best original songs, anything that music is involved in media. It honors that, so I'm super, super excited. I mean, I figured he'd get nominated, but I was like, Hans Zimmer got nominated, and he's my all-time favorite composer. Like, if I'm gonna listen to any, it's gonna be Hans Zimmer all day, every day. <laughs> and and there's, I'm sure there's others, but Hans Zimmer is my idol. That I was like, oh my gosh, if I could meet him, <laughs> that would be the person that I'd be like shaking to sure. meet. Um, so you have that area of the Hollywood music and media. And then the other side is you have like best pop genre, best rock genre, best female vocalist. And um, that is open to the more independent side of the music scene, which is really great. So I was able to enter into that um, best pop genre and got the no- email that my song was nominated, Go Ships. And it's one of 10 nominated. So it's just been, it was like, it was really cool to find that out. So it's just kind of this opportunity to go and, you know, and just see, you know, who we could meet or what happens. And, and I've never been to L.A. before, so right. there's that aspect. It's it's one of those things I think we're just going and just seeing what's possible. Sure. So, but it's really cool to be nominated. I'll probably mention Hans Zimmer's names like five more times. <laughs> I'm nominated on a no word show with Hans Zimmer. <laughs> Guys, it's so cool. Anyways, um... <laughs> That's, that's, there we go. <laughs> so, uh, as of this recording, we don't know if you've won yet, but let's assume that you do. Do you that have a speech cool. ready? Do you know no. what you're going to say? Because, okay, so the Independent Music Awards, when I, I won that in November, Best Love Song for I Like the Way, um, I will drop that. Uh, that's fine. I had it on the list, too. So, great. We'll, we'll backtrack to great. that, too. Great. Awesome. They didn't have room for you to get up on stage and do an acceptance speech. I can say that right. It was they, it was the first time actually doing an actual award show, like before they just announced it. So they were they had all these categories and they were just going through them and nobody got to do an accepted speech. You went over to, um, what is that, a long step and repeat. Mm-hmm. And they videotaped it. And so I don't know how this is going to be. I mean, if all else fails, you always thank God, your mom, <laughs> and your manager. And Hans Zimmer. And Hans Zimmer. 
and you should be fine. Yeah. I really feel like, you know, you sure. just kind of keep those. Those main four. Right. In yeah. your head. And Smart. you just kind of work around it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. Do you have any, uh, outside of this, right. obviously the most important thing, are you looking forward to anything for your first trip to LA? Do you have like a list of things that you want to try to do? In and out is usually a thing that people want to do a lot. Anything else well, out there? I've done in and out before. In Texas? Where did, no, it was in Utah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I didn't know there was one in Utah. There's one in Utah. All right. Yeah. Um, it's not on my thing to do just because I've I'm kind of conform- I've started the vegan lifestyle. Oh, so okay. That's a little. Sure. You can't really do that at any. No, I mean you can do fries, and that's probably about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's just some friends that we want to meet up. Some people. I, I mean, I'd love to see the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Just to you know, you always see pictures of it. Let's see it in person. But I don't really have like a list. If you have suggestions. Um, I've gone. I've only been once. Uh, mm-hmm. I went to the pier. That was fun. Okay. Yeah. The pier. It's very nice. Okay. Um, it's pretty. You get to see the ocean. So that was cool. It was I the mean, first time I've seen the ocean. So that was really okay. Neat. All right. Um, what else did we do? I don't know. I had a friend who lives out there, and he took us to a bunch of different places, and it was all just kind of. We went to see a, a recording of the the Late Late Show with James Corden. Oh. I got to touch him. So that was that was yeah. like a real big highlight for me. I mean, that is that is pretty. Yeah. yeah. He almost fell on us. He was going through the crowd, and he just like toppled <laughs> over. This was totally fine with it. But there's a lot of stuff to do. There's no shortage of things to okay. do. I'm sure. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, New York, L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is the award ceremony, is it going to be on television? I know they're recording it. I think it said it was, but is it going to be on TV? We're going to have the woman that doesn't have a mic answer that question. <laughs> my understanding is that they're doing an HD recording of it, and my guess is that it will be available online. Okay. They'll for sure do clips afterwards. Sure. My, my other guess is that they'll have it on locally Okay. Because they are doing it, the full thing in HD video. So, Very nice. Yeah, so we'll see. I think it'll be like an after. Yeah. Thing. As soon as we know, we'll let you know. Yeah, I was going to say, when you win, let me know so I can promote the interview a little more. She'll record it. Okay. Like on her phone, yeah. for sure, my category. I mean, you'll get, at least get that. Okay. Right. That works. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fine. We'll but superimpose. Again, I'm, we're going to make you win <laughs> one way or another, so it's fine. That works. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you uh, mentioned that another one of your songs uh, at, won an award in the past. I Like the Way? Yes. Right? Uh, it won an independent me- uh, music award. Does it, did that prepare you for this in any way, shape, or form, or are they two different? I think they're two different. Um, independent music award is completely all independent, and it focuses on, like, it's basic. It's more what you would expect. It, like, I mean, Grammys does include soundtrack, but its focus is more on, like, best rock genre, best rock song, best folk genre, best or album, same genre, but... Best folk album, best folk song, and so that's what Independent Music Award is geared around. Um, and they also last year they had like talks. TuneCore came and talked about how TuneCore can help independent musicians, and then they had a couple panels of independent musicians who have won Independent Music Awards, and how they use um, certain aspects of to make the independent musician life successful for them. So that, to me, it seems to be more geared towards the independent musician mm-hmm. and the Hollywood music and media. I've yet to know exactly. I'll go and I'll let you know. Okay. What I what vibes I get, you know? Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, but it was it was really easy to talk with the people who put on independent music awards. They're very friendly. They're very open. Very kind people. And they just want to help independent musicians. So. Where was that one at? That one's in New York. Okay. That was at the Lincoln Performing Center. Did I get that? 
Lincoln Center. Lincoln Center. Just no performing <laughs> in it. Um, so that was fun. That was super fun. And it was just cool to see all the different musicians. I mean, we met a musician from Australia no. there. It's international. And the same thing with Hollywood. The, if you look at the sh- nominations for the genre, there's people from all over the world nominated. So. Yeah. Some of the other people that you mentioned, Hans Zimmer, but some of the other people that are nominated in the media, oh, I guess, side of it. Yes is like Sarah Bareilles, Mary J. Blige, yes. Taylor Swift, Pharrell. I mean, you know, so, those, are, those are good names, yeah. too. And then on the, do you know who you're up against? Or how many, you said there's 10 there's in this 10, category? Yeah, there's 10. I've, I've listened to a few of them, and it's, it's pop is one of those genres that it's, um, to me, it's so broad that, so there's there's different types of pop music songs nominated, and I'm just like, it just depends. I have no idea what they want, what they're looking for, what the judges are wanting, so it's, it can go either way, and I'm just excited to be there. And I'll probably will change as soon as the award gets, you know, nominated and grip yeah. people's hands and be like, oh, my <laughs> gosh, it's <laughs> happening. But right now I'm very calm and collected. And But, you know, five minutes before it starts, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be a different case. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can, so we're going to play the song. Yes. Obviously. You did a live version of it. We have a right. recorded version, Thank too. Thank you. Um, can you tell us what the song is about? just so kind of people have an idea of what yeah i actually um was just going through a transition emotional stuff but moving from minnesota to tulsa i was here in tulsa and just working through some emotional crap that i didn't realize i'd carried over from minnesota and um drove away two hours to arkansas and just sat down in a park and started writing one song and i was like this is and just talking to myself saying you're trying too hard stop it just write what you want to write and that's how Ghost Ships came out. So it it was just me letting go of a lot of, just a lot of hurt and pain I had carried over. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I hopefully it's it's done and over with, and you can yeah. move forward and <laughs> get this so. award and be and bring it back and, and <laughs> show us what's up. Woo! Yeah. To be loved like a warm blanket on a cold rainy day, no one could fault us but disappointment. Our hearts from yesterday And when our arms are empty broken From people who ran away We just don't stop The pain comes rushing back We just don't stop The pain comes rushing back So see The smiles that we bleed Just go shifts underneath And these got souls Just want to go home But all we got was pain La 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 Oh, 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 oh. We try to find it in
So outside of winning an award, um, yeah. what is what do you have coming up next year where people can see you as far as shows or anything lined up? Um, working on actually a video that should be out by the, maybe by the time this is out. I don't know. It's going to hopefully be released in December. Okay. Um, kind of like a, a releasing a live track of a new song I've written called When Winter Comes, um, which is based off of... Um, I was on Instagram and just looking at like all these Botox posts and makeup posts and it was so much to the fact that I was like it feels like we're so afraid to be human and age and like we're too afraid of of this this aging thing like why why are we so scared of this what is it in our minds and perception that changes that and um also just talks about in the you know the female circles of ageism and how as a female ages her value gets less gets demeaned demeaned what am I trying to say it gets diminished thank you that's the word <laughs> Again, from the person without a mic in the background. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and it's just me just processing through, like, why, does that, why, why, why do we view it that way? When did this start? And so I wrote this song kind of called Winter Comes, like just embracing um, the seasons as they come, whether it's age or, or change of life or moving. And so we're going to do a live video of that in Woody Guthrie, actually tomorrow night, hopefully be released in um, December. And then... Yeah, just kind of seeing what's around the corner, um, plans for some shows, some big shows coming up, and, and you know, you follow us on Facebook, you'll see what happens. Yeah, what's, uh, what are your social media handles so people um, can find you there? It's all under my name, is Casey Steffen, C-A-S-I-I-S-T-E-P-H-A-N. So, yeah, Facebook, Instagram is, is where I mostly post all the shows and everything we're doing that's coming up, so. Awesome. Well, Thank I'm looking so forward to it. Uh, thanks for coming out. Thank you. Is there you. anything else that I missed that you want to plug or, or promote real quick? No, I think I'm good. Yes. I think I'm good. I like that answer because yeah. it means I did well. Yeah, you did. Uh, you did very well. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you so much. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Uh, Casey Steffen, uh, good luck at the awards. Thank you. Bring it back for us. I hope so. Yeah. I hope too. Thanks so much. Thank you.